0: What uh, what month are we in? Somebody. We're in February. Hey, hey, Angela. What's the biggest holiday in February? Birthday. Your birthday. Good, good, good. Valentine's Day is the biggest holiday in. Y'all are having a dance. Okay. All right. So when is Valentine's Day? Anybody know? Friday. This Friday is Valentine's Day. All right. So I'll go ahead and tell y'all this story because it's marginally related to Valentine's Day. So, so some of y'all, maybe y'all haven't heard me talk as much about her, but my college girlfriend, her name is Christina, we're still friends, um, but I broke up with her two days before Valentine's Day because, you know what, it was just time to happen. I didn't plan it that way, it just, it needed to happen. It, yes, it really did. It did. I know. It was today. I'm pretty sure today. Let me think. That would have been 06. So this is the 8th anniversary of when I broke up with Christina. Um, It was uh, was on two days before. No, I could not have married her. Bless her heart, but no, I could not. I love Christina as a friend. She is still one of my good friends, but I could not have married that girl. She's a little too crazy for me. among, yeah, she's different, kind of crazy. And I'll tell her that to her face, so I don't feel bad saying that, because um, she knows. So, not that that really has anything to do with anything. But, does anybody know what First Corinthians 13 is known as? It is the love chapter. That's a JBQ question? It is the love chapter. So, Miss, uh, Miss Starns, there, will you come up and grab this mic and read the first seven verses aloud for us, please? Shaylee please please yeah get, get let's get the mic I don't know how long the cord is oh good it's plenty long good. oh look at that all kinds of room it's all you Shaylee she's going to read the first 7 verses it's also going to be on the screen so y'all can read along with her all right just the first 7 verses okay if i speak in the tongues of men or of angels but do not have love i'm only resounding Love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it is, does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always pervert. preserves. Always preserves. <laughs> <laughs> preserves <laughs> makes me think of like jam or jelly. Um, good job. Everybody give Shaley a round of applause. That was awesome. Clap for Shaley. Good job, Shayla. Here, I'll take the mic back if you're done with it. She's like, yeah, I'm definitely done with it. I know. All right, so, and yes, whoever asked if this is in a song, it's in a variety of songs. Um, When I read through this, I think of, uh, it's a very common, it's a very common thing, especially in February with, you know, being kind of love thing. All right, so. And yes, this the title of the series. We're going to be talking about love over the next several weeks and a variety of things. Not really about romantic relationships. Um, we will a little bit next week, I think. But other than that, it's not going to be a lot about romantic relationships. But we're going to be talking about a variety uh, love from all different angles. Okay. And yes, I titled this song what is or this series what is love to get that song in your head. Okay. What is love, baby? Don't hurt me. Right. You guys know that. Wes, go to the next slide. I love this stupid slide. Baby don't hurt me, it's a sheep, see it's a pun, no more, uh, uh, no more, see no more because sheep live on the moors, like yeah, I know it's a bad pun, but I love it, because I love a good, I love a good pun, so I'm sorry, yeah, take take the sheep away, uh, I should have got sheep, it could have been our mascot for the series or something, um, just put that, at, just, I'm going to put that at the front of every message for no reason at all, yeah, I'm not going to hang them from the ceiling this time like we do with the elephants, but uh we had elephants hanging from the ceiling one time. It was, it was awesome. Yes, real elephants hanging from the No, they were inflatable elephants. But uh, yes, real life elephants. We just threw peanuts at them every once in a while. Um, so getting back to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Uh, let's dig through this a little bit. We're going to start here right at the top. Um, And spend a lot of time on these first three verses tonight. So the first verse of of 1 Corinthians 13. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. What does that mean, if I speak with tongues of men or of angels? What does that mean? Let's let's pull it. What does it mean to speak with tongues of angels? Anybody know what that means? Yes, ma'am. To speak the thoughts of God, kind of. Anybody else know what that means? To speak with tongues of angels? Not to speak with angels. All right, here, I'll read it from the message translation. If I speak with human eloquence and angelic ecstasy, but don't love, I'm nothing but the creaking of a rusty gate. What is eloquence? Human eloquence. What does eloquence mean? Eloquence? El- so to be, do you know it, Harley? No, Tate. Do you know what eloquence means? Dressing nice, uh, mm, kind of. No, yeah, that's more elegant or elegance. Now, eloquent is when you can speak very well. When you speak with, with, uh, without stuttering, and you speak without stumbling over your words, and you know, like, right, like, yeah, like a like the Gettysburg Address is very eloquent, you know, or f- a lot of famous speeches are given by very eloquent speakers. So, so if. If I speak with human eloquence or angelic ecstasy, so in other words, if I'm the greatest speaker in the world, that's what that's what uh, Paul is saying here. He says, if I speak with pretty words and and you can understand what I'm saying, and I've got this great way of speaking, but if I don't love, then I'm nothing but it said a resounding gong or a crashing cymbal or the creaking of a rusty gate. What's the most annoying sound you can think of? Styrofoam Styrofoam rubbing together. That's bad. Nails on a chalkboard gives me yeah, like a nail on metal, yeah, or on, yeah, that's a good one. Your brother is the most annoying sound you can think of. Yes, I see that hand. Oh, that's not very nice. Yes, Robert, you get that. Yeah, that knife on the plate sound. Yeah, that's a good one too. See, that's what it's saying. It says a creaking gate or a resounding gong. I may do a whole uh, a whole sermon on this later, and bring in a gong and just hit it to make y'all mad. Um. But, uh, no. So check it out. It says this. If we're speaking great, if we have great eloquence and we can speak with these pretty words and all this stuff, but we're not speaking in love, then we're just a a sound that's annoying. How many of you, all right, so earlier, here, I'll I'll give you an illustration from this. Earlier tonight, little Micah. Y'all know Micah, right? Micah and Jonah. So Micah. Uh, Jonah was, I don't know why Jonah was on the ground, but Jonah was on the ground, and Micah came up and kicked him in the face. Like, he just kicked him in the head, and he was already down. He literally kicked the man while he was down. And so, Jonah comes up to his dad, and he's like, Dad, Micah kicked me in the face. And, uh, and so, you know, Rustin was like, hey, Micah, go apologize to your brother. How many of you guys have ever apologized to your sibling without meaning it? Right, like, I'm sorry. And you don't really mean it. You're not sorry at all. Yeah, he was like, sorry, brother. See, that's what it's saying here. That's kind of the same thing. Like like if we, because you're not saying that in love, right? So when you're saying that, you're not really loving. You're not really sorry, right? That's the same thing here. If we do that, if we speak without love, if we speak without love, we're just an annoying sound, okay? Think of whatever your most annoying sound, the styrofoam or the knife on the plate or the chalkboard. When we speak without love, That's what God hears. You know, the Bible talks about how we as Christians are to correct each other (laughs) in love. And it's super easy for us to correct one another, right? How many of you guys are very good at pointing out others' faults? I I am, like, super good at at noticing what's wrong. Okay, but the Bible says we're we're supposed to do it in love. We're not supposed to be like, hey, you suck at that, right? Like, that's mean. That's not nice. We can't talk like that. Right? Yeah, you don't be that. You know, you know, you don't do that. It, you know, we have to we have to correct in love. So when it comes time for us to correct people, and even you guys, even though you guys are mostly the younger part of our youth group, um, a lot of you guys have little brothers and sisters or whatever, and so sometimes you have to correct them, but we got to correct in love. Okay. So moving on in the uh, in in our in our thing here, going to verse two. It says. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains, but I do not have love, I am nothing. So if we have, even if we have the power of God, and in the in the Bible there are guys who could do crazy things, they could do miracles, they could you know they could heal people and all this kind of stuff, but they weren't doing it because of Jesus; they were doing it because of demonic power. And so they had love, they did not have love, and the Bible says that's nothing. And so the same thing, like, you know, we can read the Bible, man. Reading the Bible is awesome. I want you guys to read your Bible. I hope you do. And, and you know, and, and we can tell people about it. We can talk about the Bible and do all this kind of stuff. But if we do it without love in our hearts and, and in our motivation, then it's worthless. Even the Bible can be used incorrectly. And it's good and God can still work through it. But, man, it can be used incorrectly and our motivations can be wrong. And, and we've got nothing. We've done nothing. We've been nothing. The verse 3 says, if I I give all I possess to the poor, and I give over my body to hardship that I may boast but do not have love, I have nothing. Okay, some manuscripts say that I give my body to the flames. I don't have nothing. In other words, if I give away all my stuff, okay, say I give everything away I have to the poor. And, and, you know, and I subject myself to, to physical hardship. I work a hard job or something like that, you know, I put myself through a hard time, but if I do it without love for people and for God, then again, it's worth nothing. And we haven't done anything. It says we have gained nothing. See, when we do things in love, God God blesses us for that. Okay? We know that that uh, that God God is love. You've probably heard that like a million and five times in your life. And, and God wants us to love, and God gave us the greatest example of love, and we're going to talk about that over the next several weeks. We're going to talk a lot about love and what it means in a variety of different contexts, but... The thing is, whatever we do, it has to be out of love. Okay? No matter what we say, no matter what we give, no matter how we talk, no matter who we talk to, no matter what we what we do, how we help somebody out, no matter what it is, if we're not doing it out of love, God's not gonna bless that. Okay, God's not gonna, God's not gonna to, to reward that. And, and we don't love just for the reward, but there is blessings and, and, and we do stand to gain from those kind of things. But if we do whatever we're doing out of a heart of selfishness or we do things for personal gain, God doesn't like that, and that's not what God wants. Okay, I don't want to get too far into it tonight because it's another message in the series, but love is not about us. Okay, on Facebook a few months ago, there was a thing going around that said, uh, it was this guy who had just gotten married, or like a year married, and the title of the thing was Marriage Isn't For Me. I know, it was weird. And so you read the thing, and he's talking about how it's all about his wife, and love is all about giving, and that kind of thing. It was kind of a good title. But, but that's the thing. Whatever we do, the Bible says, do nothing out of selfish ambition. See, it's so easy for us to help somebody out if we know they're going to help us back later, right? Like, I'll scratch your back, you scratch mine kind of thing, you know. Um, yes, it is a saying. That's why I said it. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, I'll give you something if you're going to give me something later. You know, but that's not what the Bible's talking about again. Do nothing out of selfish ambition, man. That, that means do it for other people, whatever we do, do it for other people, and that's hard for us because it's our nature to be selfish. How many of you guys have ever seen a baby and when they were hungry, they're like, It's okay, mom, whenever you're ready, you can feed me? Right? Babies don't do that, right? What do babies do when they're hungry? They cry. And they they want food right now, and they don't want to wait. They don't care about mom's schedule. They don't care about dad's schedule. They want food right now, so we're born selfish. But love is the opposite of that. And so that's kind of where we're going to go in this series. We're going to talk a lot about different aspects of of love over the month of February and probably even into March a little bit. Um, But that's the thing. And so if you want to read this chapter, we're going to be in it all month pretty much. We're going to focus on 1 Corinthians 13. We're going to get through uh, big chunks of it. Um, We're going to go through 4 through 7, and we'll we'll probably catch the the back end of it. We'll catch verse 11, I know, Um, and a couple of other things, too. But uh, I'm excited about this series. It's going to be fun. Let's pray real quick, and then we'll maybe play a game or something. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. Thank you for, uh, God, the time we come together and learn about what you've got for us. God, I pray that you would... Uh, God, help us to do things out of love and not out of selfish conceit or ambition, Lord, but that we would view people the way you view them in love and that we would uh, show your love to those around us, God, and that above all, you would just show yourself through us, that we would be good examples of what you have for us and and what you're going to do in our lives. God, we thank you for what you have done and what you're going to continue to do. I pray that you would bless each of of these students, God, in their schoolwork, God, in, in their health and in their relationships, Lord, that you would just... Give us abundant blessings far beyond what we could ask or imagine. We thank you, we love you, Continue and we pray. Amen.